If you are here and you did not have a chance to protect the Lord's Supper this morning, if you want to be served, you can go all the way back to the little chapel and uh, you'll be served at this time. I'm going to wait just a minute until everybody sits down. All right, books of the Bible, y'all ready? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Kings, 1 Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Petitions, Ezekiel, Daniel, Isaiah, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Michael, Nathan, Matthew, Zephaniah, Acquiesce, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John, Jude, Revelation. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to his belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so.
13 and 14. And the two key words are what? Reaching forward. Now, we have a song that we're going to learn tonight. It's very simple because I learned it fairly quick. And I'm going to give you credit to where credit is due. And uh, this song was written by singer-songwriter Martin Dog. Okay. All right. So I'll just give credit where credit's due. Now here it goes, y'all. Y'all help me out here. All right, let me get the tune right. We're reaching forward to serve our Father. We're reaching forward to serve our God. We're reaching forward to spread the gospel. We're reaching forward with His love. Philippians 3.13. <laughs> well, you know, uh, uh, it's not the exact words I thought about. Why in the world would you get those words to a song? Somebody was supposed to working on it, but it didn't come through yet. But I thought this thing, you know, the reaching forward part, you know? So that's what we're going to do. All right? May not be exactly word for word, but let's try it again. Let's see if I can pitch it better. We're reaching forward to serve our Father. We're reaching forward to serve our God. We're reaching forward to spread the gospel. We're reaching forward with His love. So we'll try that, okay? We'll, we'll see how that works out. Hopefully it'll work out. All right. God said judges over Israel. Remember? 
Brother Dale Kendrick told me that Ken was homesick. He talked to him a little bit this afternoon. We're looking forward to having him back, and as uh, Doug had indicated, we expect him back on Thursday. He should be uh, landing in Huntsville on Thursday. Looking forward to having him here to preach on Sunday morning, but remember that Sunday night is the youth area-wide, so this class on next Sunday night, we hope the auditorium is filled with people. We had a really good class last week. I thought I, I just really enjoyed hearing Jeremy share about the budget and share about all the increase in giving in the middle of a pandemic. Wasn't that wonderful? Um, I appreciate Brother Doug uh, talking about the benevolent program last week. You know, our benevolent program is funded by the Fifth Sunday Giving uh, for benevolence, and that's coming up in January. And, and Doug uh, has done an excellent job in representing the church when people come in, in need of help. And uh, keep the fifth Sunday in your planning. Tonight, we're going to continue on with talking about some of the ways that the money that we're contributing is used to bring glory to God. There, are The first two, our food pantry and our college program, I don't know if you've thought about it, but most of the people who participate in the college program and most of the people who participate in the food pantry are not members of the Church of Christ. We have probably the greatest opportunity for spreading the gospel in both of those two programs than we do in anything else that we do. And I hope that when Brother JT talks and when Brother Bo Gross talks, they'll give you a little bit more information on, on the specifics of that. Our plan tonight is to have Brother JT start first and talk about our food pantry. Then Brother Bo Gross will talk about our college program. And then uh, Brother Jordan Coates will talk about the youth program. And following that, Brother Tommy Barragona will have some elder perspective and closing remarks, and I think he will also touch on emergency spending and our Lads to Leaders program. Uh, our plan is to complete this class by 6 o'clock. If there's any time left, Brother Doug Smith uh, has an item that he wanted to cover as well. And so with that, I'm going to turn things over to Brother J.T., I'm happy to be here tonight to talk with you a few minutes about our food pantry. Uh, don't get up here very often, but I want you to know in the outset that I really appreciate what you do to help us help people in this community. 
we not only feed the people physically, we give them physical food, but as Jim says, we give them spiritual food also. I know sometimes we get a little discouraged because there's not a lot of visible results, especially in the uh, spiritual area. But you know, our responsibility is to spread the word. I want to read to you uh, in, in the outset here a few verses from Ezekiel that will kind of help us to understand what our responsibility is. And uh, I want you to think about uh, what uh, the Lord told Ezekiel that his responsibility was concerning his word. In Ezekiel, the 33rd chapter, beginning with verse 7, the Lord said to him, So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman over the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them of me, for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die. You do not speak up to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But as a man... Uh, but his blood I will require at your hand. Let me back up here. So you son of man, I have made you watchman over the house of Israel. Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked man of his ways, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I'll require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn away, and he does not turn from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. So our responsibility, of course, is, as you all know, is to, is to spread the word. We are not responsible when we do the best that we can. We're not responsible for results. In Galatians, the sixth chapter, verse 9 and 10, the Bible says, uh, do not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap as you faint not. Therefore, as you have opportunity to do good to all men, especially to those that are of the household of faith. So, I would uh, encourage you and, and me also not to be discouraged because sometimes there's not any visible results from what we do in that regard. But I have uh, talked with a lot of people over the years. I have baptized a few people. And I can't remember, I can't say for sure I've ever baptized anybody that somebody hadn't already influenced. They had heard the gospel somewhere else. And... Uh, it just, there just comes a point in time when a lot of people, because of things they've heard in the past, will hear something that, that maybe just triggers them at that particular time. And so just because we don't see visible results doesn't mean that we, we're not doing good. We never know how much good that we're doing in this side of eternity in the spiritual realm. Of course, we can look at this food here. This is a typical box of food that we give away every month. And I want to share with you some numbers uh, that uh, 
I think it, it will kind of uh, let you know just exactly how much you are doing to help this community. Not only how much you are, are doing, but how much we've done in the past. This uh, food program was started in 2009. Now that doesn't mean that the Boonville Church of Christ started doing benevolent work in 2009. We've always done benevolence work, but we did start doing it in an organized way. We gave, give food away twice a month, every month since 2009. I'm not going to go over all these uh, figures with you, but in 2009 we gave 200, uh, 728 families food. And uh, I'll just hit the middle there. 2015, 956 families. 16, 1153. And in this past year, got any idea how many people, how many families we helped? 1,559. That's a lot of, a lot of families. The last, uh, last month of this year, we had 100, 187, Doug? 187 families come through our food pantry. Uh, the number of uh, people that have come through our food pantry in those 13 years totaled uh, 14,100, or that's box. We've given away 14,100 boxes. If you figure uh, three and a half persons per family, you're talking about 49,353 people that have been affected by our food pantry. Of course, some of those people are repeat, are people that come, you know, every month and have, a few have, have been coming for 13 years, but we have a lot of you people come in there too. So that's a lot of people. We have spent, according to my figures, $237,400 over the past 13 years. That's an average of $18,200 a year. Uh, and that doesn't include what you have given, what you bring in the, and put in the uh, baskets out front, that doesn't include what grocery stores, such as food giant has given us groceries, gardeners have given us groceries. As a matter of fact, last year, gardeners, gardeners gave us turkey and ham that were valued over $200 or $2,000. We had a Swift company, Chris's company, that gave us uh, roughly, I believe it's something like fourteen dollars to $1,500 worth of ham not long ago. Uh, your contributions, I've had people, you know, walk up and give me checks and cash money to help our food program. I was in the Walmart parking lot a few years ago, it's been about three years ago now, and a fellow I, I've been knowing all my life, <coughs> excuse me, he met me. I was going to my car and he was going in Walmart, and evidently he'd seen me from a distance. As he passed me, he just reached out and said, uh, I hear what y'all are doing down at the uh, Boomville Church of Christ, and y'all have helped my family, some people in my family. I know this ain't much, but I want, I want you to know that I appreciate it. So he gave me a $20 bill. So that goes to show you that what we're doing is appreciated by the community. Uh, but I, you know, I, I hate to mention anybody, but I know I'm gonna leave a lot of, lot of folks off here. Uh, Gardeners, as I, as I said, have given us a, a lot of food. They give us a, gave me a little discount from time to time. I told the uh, suppliers that I do business with that I would never ask them for a discount. If they wanted to give me a discount, I'd be glad to get it. 
but I would buy food wherever I could find it the cheapest. And so that's what I've done. I don't expect them to give me a, a discount, but they do from time to time. And of course, we appreciate that. Uh, another organization that's, that's helped us uh, has been, uh, well, I've forgotten the name right now, but there, there's been several, several different people that have helped, different businesses that have helped us. Uh, and so we, we really appreciate that. Some other folks that helped us, in, in addition to, to you guys here, y'all, as I said, a lot of you give me uh, money from time to time. If you uh, write a check to this uh, church here, part of that goes to the food pantry. So you're, you're helping, whether uh, you're aware of it or not, you're helping support our food pantry here. Uh, the uh, total of uh, $237,400 did, did not include what we get from Pinevale. Pinevale gives us tons of food. Uh, we got uh, uh, numerous schools and civic groups that give us food and money from time to time. And I apologize for not having all those. I know a few of them, but I didn't mention those by name because I'm sure I would leave some off. But we really appreciate those uh, uh, people that do that. I want to mention one, and that is our brother Danny Rogers uh, brings us uh, the bread you see here. He brings roughly 100, sometimes over 100 uh, loaves of bread and our pastries, different types of pastries, you know, that are mixed in there from time to time. There might be a few donuts and what have you in there. But that really helps, our, <coughs> excuse me, that really helps our, our food, food program. Uh, so uh, we, we really appreciate that. Uh, we could not have the Boonville Church of Christ food program without the help of these people here. And again, I know I'm going to leave people off. There's people that have helped in the past that uh, I'm sure I don't have in, uh, on my list here. But I want to mention a few that are active in helping right now. And that is uh, Jody Smith. Janita Estes, Brenda Donovan, Jim Estes, Doug Smith, Merle Maydean Crow, Jerry Ligon, Fred Goff, James Hester, Ken Forrest, Keith Freeds, Elliot Owens. We've had the Lads Leaders groups have from time to time, and lots of kids when school's out come and come in and give us a hand from time to time also. And again, I apologize. I know I've left a lot of a uh, lot of you off. Uh, that, that have helped, but I want you to know that we appreciate everything you do, and if you want to help, we would be glad to, to have you help. I know some of you have talked to me about uh, helping with the food pantry, but you're, you're working on Thursday. So I was thinking about that over the past uh, couple of three months, and if you want to help, if you'll get with me again, it's gotten to the point where, you know, if you have to make 197 boxes of food, it takes some time. And we're really pushed to try to get those out in a couple of three hours, you know. So I've decided that uh, we're going to meet, several of us are going to meet one night a week and fix boxes beforehand where we'll have them ready to go. So if you're interested in uh, helping us with that, if you'll let me know, we'll try to work out a night where it'll be convenient for all of us. But again, I want to let you know how much uh, 
I appreciate everything you do to make the job I've got real easy. And uh, the reason I hadn't been up here before is it's kind of like, I'm kind of like the uh, little boy. He was five years old and he'd never spoken before. His mother and dad, you know, was weird to death about him. One morning his mother cooked him breakfast and brought it and set it down before him. He looked down at it and he looked up at his mother and he screamed, you burned my toast. And she grabbed him and hugged him and said, oh, Johnny, I am so glad. You can talk. I am so excited that you can talk. Why have you never talked before? He said, because up to now, everything's been all right. <laughs> so I'm not up here tonight because y'all burned my toast. On the contrary, I'm up here tonight. And the reason I don't get up here more often is because I don't need to. You give me everything I need. Thank you. What could we do as a congregation if we all work like Brother JT does? I believe we could move mountains. Uh, first of all, let me say thank you um, for all the support, not only from the elders, the deacons, ministers, the entire congregation, um, both financially and all the words of encouragement, the kind words you've given us, uh, it means so much. And so I just want to say thank you. It is without a doubt a team effort. It is not just Allison and I that, that deals with the college ministry. And Brother JT, I am not going to mention names because I need all their helps and I don't want to make anybody mad. But just know between the cooking, uh, the cleaning, the inviting, uh, I cannot say thank you enough. I love you and I appreciate you. And if anybody wants to help out, if you'll come see me, we'll find you something to do too. It has been a wonderful school year for us so far. Um, it started out last year. We were, our numbers started growing. We had between 50 and 60 last year. Uh, and we were so excited. So I was looking forward to the start of this year. And our first Wednesday night, uh, we had 88. And if you can imagine 88 people in the, in the college student center uh, behind me, it was crowded. Not to mention some of our young men are athletes. So you put six foot nine, 300 plus pound uh, individuals in a very small confined space, we run out of room really quick. So thankful to the elders, they moved us to the annex. We've been able to um, spread out a little bit and have a little more room. And this past semester, we averaged between 105 and 110 individuals every single Wednesday night. And we're so thankful for that. We topped out on our Thanksgiving meal. We had 144 young people that came and, and eat with us and fellowship and study God's word. I see our ministry, this college ministry, as an, as an, as an opportunity. Every Wednesday night, no matter what I'm teaching on, I start the lesson out with the gospel. The good news. I tell people the good news of Christ. I tell them what he's done for them. And I also give them the correct biblical response to that gospel. So no matter what I'm teaching, every single Wednesday night you have roughly between 70 to 90 individuals who are not members of the Lord's church that hear the gospel and hear the proper response to that gospel. What other ministry can we find? That's, that's an opportunity. Uh, every single week. Many of them heard it 15 to 20 times last semester. Uh, so they're 
so many different opportunities that we can, we can teach others about Christ. I never want anyone to come to any of my classes and walk away. I don't want the responsibility uh, for them to walk away and not hear the gospel. So we start each and every uh, lesson with that. We do feed them well. And I believe there are some there, without a doubt, that come simply because of the food. But like Brother JT said, uh, it's our responsibility to spread the word. And that's what we do. We spread the word, we try to water that word, and we allow God the opportunity to give the increase. And I don't think our numbers are simply a result of, of the good food. I got so many, you know, you start to get a little bit discouraged because we don't have many baptisms or things of that nature. But then you get things, I want to read you one note that this young lady uh, gave us right before Christmas break. To Mr. Bo, thank you so much for giving us Northeast Mississippi students a message every Wednesday night. Your messages have helped me grow my faith and get me through my first semester of college. Although it has been challenging, when you talk on Wednesday, it motivates me to keep striving. It is truly a blessing to hear your blessings and receive so much love. Thank you again. When you get notes like that from individuals, you know that you're making a difference. I mean, that, that just means the world to us. And I had roughly seven to 10 young men that transferred this last semester was their last semester at Northeast. Every single one of them reached out to us and told us how much they appreciated us. And it wasn't just for the food. It was for the words of encouragement, the time we spent to study God's word, even to the point where we had one young man, um, when he went back home, I couldn't tell you exactly what he told his parents, but they sent us a $500 check and just to tell us thank you. And that tells us that we're making a difference for sure. But I don't think our numbers are, are just a direct result of how well we feed them, and we do feed them well. I do believe that we try our best to show these kids first and foremost how much God loves them and also how much we love them. We give them that opportunity. We try to give them an environment of love, and I truly believe 1 Corinthians 16, 14, let all you do be done with love, and that's what we try to do. You can't fool a kid. They know if you love them or not. And since they know we love them, they allow us the opportunity to teach them about Christ. And again, I just want to say thank you to the congregation. Uh, you mean the world to me, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Evening. This was uh, initially supposed to be Aaron up here presenting this, and uh, then Brandon was going to cover for him, and so now I'm covering for Brandon. So this is going to be uh, very ad hoc. Um, I think that's the right little term. Um, so I just want to start off by saying uh, thank y'all. Y'all have been more than great, more than anything I could ask for for the last. I, uh, this is my sixth year. Uh, it'll be. It'll have been six years I've been doing this, and. Uh, uh, thank y'all so much. I've had so many of y'all come up and hand me money, uh, bring food to stuff, I'm just random small things. And I, I mean, I remember every one of them. Thank you 
so much it's all the little the little small things that you do uh, make a huge difference and I really appreciate that uh, what I'm gonna do is basically a I'm just going to tell you, I think there's 17500 that's budgeted for the youth. So I'm just going to go over where that goes, what we do, uh, just so you know, you know that, it's, that it's worth it. Um, because I think we, we kind of, we like to say, oh, that's the, these are the church of tomorrow. Well, no, they're the church of right now. They're, you know, they are part of the church, most of them. And so uh, it's very important, a lot of these things that they do. Um, Obviously, spiritual reasons. We could go on and on and on telling you how they grow spiritually, what all they're exposed to at these camps and these retreats and these events and everything that they go to. And I know some of you come up to me and y'all are like, it's, which, which set of letters is it that they're going to this time? Because um, we got kind of alphabet soup with it sometimes. But uh, each event they go to is, has its own unique thing that's very special about that and that they can grow spiritually. And, but the main thing, again, and this is what I like to say and kind of how I like to say, you kids should go to stuff. Um, they, do a, they make a lot of relationships with these other people from other places. And that may sound like, oh, well, yeah, good. They have friends, they have friends in the church. Personally, I, once you get in college or even in your work and career and stuff, it's networking. You come in contact with all these people that you've you formed these relationships with, and it continues to help you and strengthen you as you go, you know, into your college years. Like when I started at Ole Miss, it was, you know, I was walking in this place by myself, thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna be alone here." And then these people see me, and they remembered me because they saw me at a retreat, and so they're like, "Ah, oh, it's Jordan. He's the one that ripped his pants playing softball." That's me, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, immediately I was, uh, you know, friends. And so it's very, it is, it's very important. All of the spiritual growth, all of the camaraderie, the networking that happens when they go to all these things, it's very, very beneficial for them right now and as they continue to grow and later in life. Um, so I've made calendars. They're in the back if you want to grab one, especially if you're in the youth group or parent or whatever. This has got most of the stuff that we're going to be doing and it goes through I went through July um, because the summer stuff's kind of given every year but there'll be a few things that are not on here that will probably come up but I tried to do everything that I could think of so first thing is we're we're hosting the airwide next week I still need a couple more cheese dips if y'all can help out with that thank you um, we do I do this thing I try to do this thing when we have opportunity and I remember to uh, at least once a month, we kind of celebrate the birthdays of that month. And so we'll have cake and ice cream and drinks and whatever on a Wednesday night after class, just kind of a fun thing to do and to kind of recognize when they have birthdays. Um, we do CYC, that's one of our biggest, most well attended things that we go to. And uh, we have a large group of adults that always go and help out with that. And I'm so thankful. And if you would like to go help out with that, let me know. And uh, it's a, it's a good, it's, they kind of changed it again. If you've been before, you knew they, they cut it down to three sessions. Well, they're, they're adding it back to a fourth session and combining everybody, and it's going to be really big, and it's going to be interesting. But anyways, we're going to do it that way this year. And uh, we've got, just a second, last leaders, someone else is going to cover that, I believe. We've got, we do our youth and family retreat. Now, I've, we did that the first time last year. 
We went back to Lake LaJoy where we used to have Boonville Bible Camp. Kids loved it, adults loved it, everybody loved it, had a great time. So we're going to do it again this first weekend of May. Um, if you want to join us, you are more than welcome to come hang out with us. We, we had a great time there. We loved it. Uh, so that's one other thing that we're going to be doing. And then, of course, you've got your, your Bible camps. You've got your Maywoods and your Mid-Souths, and most kids go to more than one. And they, or some of them I know of may go to like four different camps before the summer's over. They, they do some mixing and matching. They'll go to this week of this one, this week of that one. Uh, they love their summer camps. And so if you, <clears throat> excuse me, the church really helps with that. But if they go to more than one, they're paying the whole thing themselves. So that's, you know, it's, it says a lot about you and about them when they want to continue to go to all those camps. And they're forking out all that money. So... Uh, thank you for that. And then they've got Horizons that they do in the summer at Freed Hardman. That's another kind of camp, but it's kind of like they get to pretend like they're in college life a little bit for a week. Um, and that's as far as I went there. And so then in the fall, the main thing we have is there's usually a retreat or some, something that we do in the fall. It's, it changes every year. Um, we do that then, and then we have EYC, which is at the very end of the year, which we just finished in December, which is the event in Huntsville that we go to. That is one of the more, the more costly events as far as the overall price of it. Uh, but the elders have always been good about helping, helping to pay for that, some of that expense as well. So we actually had, I think, about 24 uh, or 25 go this year. That's, I think, my largest group I've had to go to that event. And had a really great time, really good turnout, really learned a lot. Um, so that's just, that's just me going through everything real quick, but, um, the money that, that goes to help with all these things, uh, it matters so much and it's very, very appreciated, but even more so it's your willingness to help. I've had people come up and say, Hey, anybody can't pay, come find me, come get me. And that, that's very much needed. Um. I'm never going to tell a kid you can't go because you can't pay your part. Like, I'm never going to say that. And so I'm thankful for you who are willing to help pay and cover their costs specifically. Um, but also for so many of you, y'all are like, I'm going to go. We're going to drive buses. We're gonna, I'm going to help cook. I'm going to help chaperone. Uh, so many of y'all. And I could, like Bo said, I could spend the rest of the night listing names. Uh, so I'm just going to try to avoid that. But thank you all so much. And whenever we get someone else in here this summer, hopefully, I hope that y'all continue to support that person. I know I'm going to still be plugged in, and I'm still going to uh, definitely be around to help. Uh, just going to put somebody else in charge of stuff. And uh, y'all, you know, be nice to them, support them uh, just as well as you've supported me because I've appreciated it so much. Couldn't have done it without all your support. So thank you. If you were not here last Sunday night and did not get a copy of the budget, there are copies of the budget there in the foyer on the table, so pick up one of those and look at it. You know, our theme for this year is reaching forward. And I hope that having these guys come and talk about some of the programs that we're doing will help you to realize that we, as a congregation, are reaching forward not only 
in the messages that we are having on Sundays, but also in our budget. Our budget reflects the, the theme of this year, that we are reaching out and looking at doing greater things in the future. You know, we have had several folks come and talk about their work, but there are so many other things that this congregation is doing. We, don't, we haven't mentioned a whole lot about the support that this congregation does for Christian education. We haven't talked a lot about the caring cooks. We haven't talked about the correspondence courses. Uh, we haven't talked about the support for Pinevale that much uh, during this budget presentation. We haven't talked much about our education program that we do. All of these things are great works that this congregation is involved in. Another one of the great works that we're involved in is Lads to Leaders. If you look on the budget, you'll see it's, it has $17,500 listed for this year. That covers the registration for anybody that wants to go to Lads to Leaders or wants to participate in Lads to Leaders. If you're registered, the church pays for that. It also helps in, in the hotel fees for the convention. You know, it costs a lot of money to go to the convention. This congregation helps better than most congregations do. We want our people to go to Lads to Leaders. We want them to participate. We want to see our children grow in that area. So we are committed to helping out in Lads to Leaders. And you know, we are always being called upon to help in times of disaster. And the congregation here always helps organizations like the Churches of Christ Disaster Relief. Whenever there's some kind of calamity in the world and the churches are united, this congregation has always been one of those that's been willing to help. You know, as we go into 2023, I believe that this is going to be one of the greatest years in the history of this congregation. I feel like personally that we as a congregation are taking a step of faith in adopting this budget because it doesn't balance. There's still funds that need to be raised if we're going to do everything that we've talked about doing. Brother Doug, are you ready? Thank, thank you for everything that you do for helping the congregation here. Last week, I took longer than I should have, but I had a lot to say, and I didn't really get to say it the way I wanted to, but I sent a slide in. Is that slide ready to go up? I wanted y'all to see this. We think about uh, the food pantry and the clothes closet, and I mentioned last week about uh, Jerry and Andrea Barrett and how Jerry had come up with the program uh, to keep up with the clothes, the various kinds of items that are in the food pantry and they scan everything that comes up. They've got a master sheet with all the different uh, kinds of items that we have, and they scan that, and people walk away 
thankful for what they've got, what they need. And uh, Andrea will uh, go home on her computer and download it. And these are just some things that they gave away just this month alone. For example, you know, bedding and towels, 52, you can see it there. Children's clothing, 121. Coats, 28. A houseware count, 166. Jeans, 23. Men's clothing, 127. Shoes, 96. Toiletries, 66. Toys, uh, 60. Women's clothing, of course, it has to be the highest, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, 316. But uh, let's just look how organized this is. I mean, if Walmart could get this organized, they'd double their revenue. Uh, and uh, I'm just amazed at how some of these women have uh, gotten together. And uh, some of these ladies literally spend several days during the month uh, restocking this. I mentioned last week about how organized uh, everything was. Uh, there's ladies in charge of certain items, and they restock that. And to me, it's just an outstanding program. And the thing that impresses me about all this is that these ladies are, uh, are the people that come to our clothes closet are genuinely thankful uh, for what we're doing for them. They're very appreciative, and I believe they're very open to uh, the gospel. Uh, I know we gave out the uh, SOS bags, Save One Soul. Uh, I think that was back in October, and we've had some good response uh, so far that have come from that. Uh, I just wanted to share with you, and I'm glad I had the time. We'll be out before six, I promise you. I just wanted to share with you one of the classes uh, that I share with the people that come through. Of course, they come through. Jim is there to greet them and make sure that they're new. They fill out uh, the forms that they need, uh, Janita and Brenda and Jody, you know, have all the records there. If they've come, we get them to sign in. If they're new, they register. And then they go into the teen part, the TAC, and we have a Bible class. Uh, last uh, week and the week before, you know, it was probably the first two classes said 35 each. These are people that aren't members of the church. These are people that really don't have any consistent form of Christianity. And I am very surprised. I know they wouldn't be there if we didn't want to give them food, but since they are there, they listen and they listen carefully. And uh, I just want to share with you something that I shared with them briefly. There was a young lady, she's 23 years old. She comes with her mother. She's been in and out of drug rehab 10 or 11 times. And so far the past 13 months, she's been clean and uh, she's done real well, and hopefully she'll keep it up. Uh, but uh, I had this devotional with the group, and I do it generally uh, three or four times uh, per Thursday. You know, we'll get, they'll go get their food and clothes, and another group will come in. So this is what I shared with them. I talked about how I recently received a daily devotional email sample from the largest denominational church in our city and in the southeast, and after this particular devotional, they would ask a question. Can you go to heaven if you trust Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you're not yet baptized? And they begin their answer by saying, yes, baptism has nothing to do with salvation. Later, the answer, they stated baptism is an ordinance instituted by Christ until the end of the age. And uh, finally, they concluded with one is saved without and apart and before baptism. 
Those who are saved should perhaps desire baptism as a public profession of faith, but please realize it's not necessary for salvation. If a person believes in Jesus as Lord and is never baptized, they still will be saved. And then I say to them, I, I want to analyze just briefly the answer that they gave to this most important question. I say to them, I think it's interesting that they admit that baptism is a command from Christ, but then they declare that it doesn't have to be followed. Imagine that. The command from Jesus Christ to be baptized is optional. So this particular denominational church says. And I wonder what other commands would be optional. And, uh, and then I gave these particular points. I said, listen to what Jesus himself said that our attitude ought to be toward every command of God. And John chapter 14, verse 15, Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And a lot of them can quote the verse. In John 14, verse 21, he who has my commandments and keeps them... It is he who loves me. Or in John 15, verse 10, If you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. John 15, verse 14, You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. And then I make the point, don't you notice here that there's no room for options. There's no room for opinion or omissions, that Jesus Christ is the one that has all authority. And then I asked them, I want you to make a comparison. This is what the largest church in this city and in the Southeast had to say. Just trust in Jesus, but you don't have to be baptized to be saved. That's what they teach. Now, I want you to think about what Jesus said in Mark 16, verse 16. He said, he who believes and is baptized, shall be saved. I said, which one are you going to listen to? And then I asked them to think about maybe when they thought they might have been saved and compare that with what Jesus said to do to be saved and what the Bible says you must do to be saved. I had a discussion right after that uh, first class, the young lady that I was referring to a minute ago, she said, I never had seen that about baptism before. I, I have never been baptized. So we're gonna have a Bible study coming up very soon. There's another lady uh, that came through. JT's gonna have a Bible study with her, more follow-up. And so the seed is being sown, I can assure you of that. And uh, I think a lot more difference is being made than we might think it is. I think it's one thing to give out food and to help people. Certainly that is something that's commanded. But sharing the gospel and using benevolence as a mean to spread the good news is something that I believe is not optional. It's something that we need to do. It's something that we're commanded to do. And I believe the church here is doing an outstanding job. I know I've only been doing this for a year, Jim. Uh, taught this class for many, many years, probably all the way back to 09. Would that be right, Jim? And uh, he, he's done an outstanding job. Everybody that comes in knows who Jim is and knows who JT is. And uh, 
uh, there's friendships there. And uh, I've really, I've really enjoyed, as I might say, being along for the ride. That's what I feel like. I'm just kind of along for the ride. And I'm impressed to see all the people that work together to make this a success. And everything that I've said tonight uh, could be said about the college ministry. It could be said about the work that Maryland does with uh, World Bible School. What? She said 500, no, SOS bags are empty, but I will have it stacked Wednesday night. Okay, that was important. Thank you. All right, let's close with a prayer, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for all you do for us. We're so thankful for all the good that this congregation is involved in. There's so many people here, Father, that are involved in trying to work in your kingdom and to serve you by serving others. And we pray, Father, that all these many people that are involved in the work here will influence even others to be involved. Bless us throughout this week, Father. Help us to serve you and glorify you in all things. In Christ's name, amen.